Oh, you ready, boy? Yeah. You sure? Yep. Are you positive? Shut up. Let's get into it. Let me play some shit. Let's play some shit that Brandon don't like. Because he's a hoe. We gonna let a real nigga from Memphis talk real quick before we get started today. You know who's from, you know who's from Memphis? Hmm? Not twenty. <laughs> For the neck, your ass, nigga. Let's let him talk for a minute. <clears throat> All right, we back. I'm feeling good today too. Took a couple shots. We ain't even got no guests today. It's all good. Let me let this nigga talk for a minute. If you don't know who this is, this is Young Dolph, bitch. He's from Memphis, if you didn't know. Let me rewind it so he can tell you. Hold on. Hold on, damn. I went a little... Oh, okay. He said in 2009, he's going to be his own boss. Wow, that's bars. This is episode 19 of the Incense of the Podcast. We back, people. I'm feeling good today, like I said. I'm going to let this rock for a second. But, uh, what did I put on here? Fuck this list, nigga. Bro, this guy right here, bro. No, I'm going to slap your ass, bro. Come on. No. You better tighten the fuck up, bro. Hey, I got to see this nigga's reaction on video. You should see how you looked at me. All right, the first thing I got, people. There's the fan off. Okay, just make sure the fans off. It's hot as fuck in here, bro. First thing I got, I hope everybody had a safe and happy Halloween, man. Hope everybody had a good time. It's cold as fuck on Halloween night. I didn't take my son trick-or-treating because he can't even walk yet, so there's no point in doing that. It was cold as fuck out there. Hope everybody had a safe, happy Halloween. Hope nobody got fucked up. Hope nobody did nothing fucking stupid. Hope nobody got arrested. I am pretty sure all of the above happened. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure in America that's happened. Well, everywhere that probably fucking happened. Is Halloween only celebrated in America or in the whole world? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm gonna look it up. Well, how, you know what? Fuck that. We don't give a fuck about Halloween. This is Young Dolph Trick or Treat, by the way. Fuck Halloween. Yeah, because this is my son's birthday, but yeah. Shout out to my son, Prince Liam McGee. Happy birthday, son. Hope you hear this on your uh, your, your iPhone, on Apple Podcast. <laughs> Thanks for the stream. Happy birthday to my son. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I want to give a quick little party recap. Everybody that came out to my son's first, first birthday party, man. Fuck, I appreciate it. Don't listen to this nigga because that shit was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Cops got called on us on some lame ass shit, bro. A noise complaint for a one-year-old's birthday party. Oh, they got a Metro card. But like I said, I still got my Metro card, too. I got ones in my wallet right now. Oh, yeah? Who gives a fuck? But, uh... <laughs> Like I said, everybody that came out to my son's birthday, fuck this nigga. <laughs> appreciate everybody coming, man, for real, y'all. Like, I really appreciate that shit. That was a great little birthday birthday party. We went through five fucking bottles. The house was still fucking dirty. We still got to clean this fucking shit up. Yeah. But um, we appreciate everybody coming out, for real, man. That was some, that was some crazy shit, man. Everybody had a good time. Um, what else can I say about it, man? Uh, everybody that brought gifts, thank you. Everybody that brought a gift. Everybody that participated in the games, the dancing, all that shit, man. The drinking. Shots, the fucking everything that went on. I hate everybody fucking. Yeah, Prince is <laughs> I, I, I gotta tell you something. Also. You know that girl lied on Ryan, bro? You told me about it. No, like, she told people, like, that Ryan did something, but it wasn't true. Like, she lied on this nigga, bro. Did she really? But everybody stuck up for him, though. Like, Roy. Everybody stuck up for my nigga Ryan, because some shit went down, man. I, I, don't know if I, I don't even know if I should be saying it, but 
It don't fucking matter. But yeah, she lied on that nigga, bro. That's how these hoes is. That's how you fucking hoes is, bro. Lying on niggas at children's birthday parties. Like, come on now. But that's besides the point. But uh, is that everything I had? Yeah, check out the last episode if you haven't. Uh, we had some good shit on there, man. Uh, we had a little nice little let's talk segment. I think that was our best episode last week. So check out episode eighteen, Money Talk. Every week though. You said what? We always topping it. Yeah, 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 we have. But, um, yeah, I have said that before. But check out episode 18, Money Talks, if you haven't already. Uh, like this video on YouTube when it comes out on Wednesday. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on SoundCloud. Uh, again, the audio comes out every Tuesday for the podcast. Uh, the video will come out every Wednesday on YouTube. Yep. And let me do an episode rundown real quick. We got music first. We'll do that in a second. Then we'll get to what's trending. We got a couple things for the entertainment segment. <laughs> Shit is all crumpled up now. We got sports. <laughs> we got the shout out segment. And then we got the Q&A segment. And then we'll close out after that. We're not going to do the Let's Talk segment today. We're going um, we to we'll get back to it next week. Because uh, we got a lot of other shit to talk about. Last week, it wasn't really a lot of shit to talk about. but uh, And we still hit like over an hour last week. But yeah, man. Like I said last week, I think it was no more two-hour episodes. So let's get into it, nigga. Turn the music off. Going to get into music first. <clears throat> what you got? What you got? What you got? You ready? What's in there? Kanye first? I think it was Kanye first. So music. Where is my start? Now? Yeah, we talked about Kanye's album. No, I got right I gotta go to it on my phone. But music. We talked about Kanye's album last week. Jesus is King. It finally released. Uh, we gave a little review last week. If you want to hear it, like I said earlier, check out episode 18 of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, he debuted number one on the Billboard 200. He sold 276,000 first week. The projections came out, so that was within the projections. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, congrats to Kanye. Uh, good album. I yeah, I thought it was cool. I thought it was alright. A lot of people were bashing. A lot of people didn't like it. A lot of people didn't like it. But and I meant to say this last week too. I was um, talking about um, how Kanye was, uh, how somebody at my job was pretty much saying like he think he's trying to get black people back. I also think that um, Kanye's a fucking genius and he's very smart. And I think that he did this because it's like how can you diss a gospel album? Like he knows like how can you? People are gonna diss it. People still didn't like it. People still diss yep. it. But it's true. I think that he thought about that. Like how are you gonna diss this album? This is talking about God. What can you possibly say about an album where I'm worshiping God? Who would I is, at least get branded at least like a exactly. hating ass artist? Exactly. So I think that is a factor that Kanye thought about when he put this album out. But he sold uh, two hundred seventy six thousand first week with Jesus is King, and. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. has something to say about this album. He oh, tweeted. He said, Kanye is cracking the culture code. Kanye West's new album, Jesus is King, is the something of feelers. What is that? Epitome? Epitome. Epitome. My dumbass. I, I know that word too. Sorry, people. I've just got a couple shots. Damn, this nigga got me too. He said, uh, Jesus King. <laughs> that is an M. I thought it was, I said epitome. <laughs> That is clearly an M. Stupid. Jesus King is the epitome of fearless creativity and dangerous, unapproved ideas. Uh, Always try to silence those who are speaking the truth. Oh, he said uh, people always try to silence those who are speaking the truth. Their wager a war on our family and culture. Kanye is a pioneer. So that's what Donald Trump Jr. Uh, feels about Kanye West album. Nobody gives a fuck about Donald Trump. Not gonna make people want to buy the album. <laughs> yeah, nobody gives a fuck. But uh, yeah, that's what Donald Trump Jr. said. Uh, so yeah, that's all we got for Kanye, man. We spoke about the album last week. We ain't gonna yeah. talk about it again. So check to. out uh, check out the last episode of the podcast if you want to hear our reviews on Jesus is King. Uh, next thing we got here, Earl Sweatshirt. <laughs> he put out an EP uh, for those who are Earl Sweatshirt fans. 
It is called Feet of Clay. It is 15 minutes. It's seven songs. And I'm going to say this. I like Earl Sweatshirt's project. I like some of his older projects. I like uh, Doris. I like I don't like shit. I don't go outside. That's actually the name of it. I don't like shit. I don't go outside. I had to say that for Brandon because I don't think he knew. Yeah, but, I don't really listen to Earl Sweatshirt like but, that. But um, I had a note here that I wanted to say I about don't. it. Uh, I'm a big fan of his own projects, but I feel like, yeah, his vocals need to be mixed, man. And I know a lot of artists do that shit on purpose where they don't mix their vocals, but Earl, <laughs> you need to fix your vocals. It seemed like he did. You need he to put some 808s in there. Like, bro, I was waiting for the beat to drop on a lot of fucking songs, and that shit just never happened. Some of this, A lot of the songs are really short. It sound like, like, it deadass sound like this nigga put the mic under the covers and was recording the <laughs> discovery, bro. Like that. And I heard about two songs before I, we, we, we recorded today. But like, that shit, there's a couple yeah, songs on there. There's only, like, two songs on there I like, but, yo, that shit sounds terrible, bro. Like, I'm not even gonna lie, that shit really sounds terrible. Like, just mixing-wise, that shit sounds absolutely horrendous, bro. That shit is bad. Like, he really, like, you really gotta mix your shit, bro. Like, and I feel like if you got some 808s in your beats, and I know he's a different artist. He's, like, a weirdo. He's, yeah, he's on some different shit, but... The shit would sound a lot better if it was mixed properly, cause some of the there was I think there was a beat produced by Alchemist too, and that beat was really nice. But it's like you nigga, your vocals are like they sound terrible. But nonetheless, I like Earl Sweatshirt. I'm not in the last two Did things. You listen to the whole album? You said what? Yeah, I listened to the whole thing. I listened to the whole fucking thing. I didn't like the shit he put out last year called some rap songs. That was 25 minutes, and that's 15 songs. His, I don't like. These short ass songs that artists be putting out. Well, apparently it's gonna projects. become more and more common. That's what I see. It seemed like it'll probably be more and more common. The last good shit he put out was I don't like shit. I don't go outside. That was 2015. Then Doris was 2013. But yeah, so Earl Sweatshirt put out a new EP. It's called Feet of Clay. Check it out if you haven't heard it already. And uh, next thing we got here, uh, I talked about. I gave my apology last week. I'm about to burp. Uh, excuse me. Sorry, people. But um. I gave my apology last week. Day in Vegas, November 1st through the 3rd. Uh, J. Cole was headlining. Kendrick Lamar was headlining. Travis Scott was headlining. I seen. I didn't even see nothing of Kendrick uh, performance yesterday. Because Kendrick performed yesterday, I think. I didn't see anything of his performance. But uh, J. Cole performed on Friday. I gave a prediction. I was saying that Cole and Kendrick were going to put out albums before this festival came out. That didn't happen. But J. Cole did actually, um, his whole, he had on the little backdrop of his stage. Um, what is it called? Stage appearance whatever you fucking want to call it uh he had a promotion for his his next album it's called the fall off and it said fall off 2020 he put out a little trailer a little teaser trailer for it before he came out to perform so his next album is coming out uh next year he didn't give a specific date his last album uh yeah there's a lot of speculation that this might be his last album i'll play a little bit of so the trailer this is, here. this is supposedly this is not even words from him oh is the fucking bluetooth still on he said what this is supposedly this is even words from him no, 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 this isn't worth running, but I'll play a little bit of the teaser here. Nowadays, it seems like shit is all fucked up. <laughs> the country needs a hero to turn to in these turbulent times. Jermaine Cole is that hero. Yeah. You may know him from his recent feature run. He is a man whose humility knows no bounds. Man... Nigga carrying so his bags in the airport. Humble. Humble yourself. Costs $2,000 $2, every word. Diplomacy. I'm a little pumped. How about Fuck them taxes. taxes. There is only one answer. 
one true only one answer Brandon to heal our country make your voice heard vote for the fall off in 2020 yeah so that's the trailer so he's like, <laughs> the house coming out actually I'm just fucking I forgot right. election days tomorrow you said what election days tomorrow yeah and then with uh next year being an election year um I guess it was that was pretty good promo and uh so yeah, Fall Off coming out next year, so my prediction was wrong about the album coming out before, but he did say that the album was coming out during his performance, so, uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man, and there's a lot of speculation, like I said, that this may be his last album. I was actually talking to some people on Instagram the other day. Uh, somebody said, not exactly, this could be the completion of his series to come up, to warm up, hence the Fall Off. Also, in Middle Child, he says, blah, 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 this is some bullshit, uh... Said, could it be the fall off of mumble rap because everybody's been saying that real rap is making a comeback? But I did go through the comments. And a lot of people believe that this is his last album, so I'm gonna just keep my fingers crossed. But I see what Buddy was saying that um, cause on KOD the last song was is it was titled 1985, the intro to the fall off, and he did like he he came he kind of gave out the little diss to um the little pump and mumble rappers, so that kind of makes sense. Um, the title could be the fall off of mumble rap. I don't know. I mean, that somebody was saying that in the comments on uh, Instagram. So I mean, we don't know. A lot of people speculate because a lot of people are saying the same thing that they think this may be his last album. I believe that this is his last album for real too. But uh, we'll see, man. Uh, when uh, the news comes out of the date, because we probably won't get the date for a couple months now. But of course, we're gonna talk about it on here when it comes out. But yeah, J Cole fall off twenty twenty. <laughs> What's your point? <laughs> oh, that shit, that he missed the snap. <laughs> J. Cole fall off 2020 next year. Kendrick, we don't know what the fuck Kendrick is doing yet. Uh, I didn't see anything of Kendrick's performance that day in Vegas, but probably when everybody least expected, which is now. <laughs> yeah. So when we get more news on both of these gentlemen's albums, we will talk about it then. So that's all we got for Cole. You talk about it. I don't hear that trash. He's gonna listen to it too. But uh, next thing we got here is fucking hot as fucking here. Uh, <laughs> Sticker Randy missed this flag. <laughs> but uh, next day we got here, uh, T.I., he put out his um, top 50 rappers list, I think it was, a couple weeks ago. Bro, we're not talking about that again. No, it's just, I'm just talking about with T.I., um, with Jay-Z. Damn, can I finish this thing? So, T.I. put out his list a couple weeks ago, and uh, he put Tupac over Jay-Z. So, T.I. says that Jay-Z actually called him in regards to that, and this is what T.I. said. I'll play it. Yeah. Now, you put yeah. Pac over Hove. Why, why was that? Oh, you know what? Hove called me. Mm-hmm. We were talking about something else, you know, something else completely non-related, you know what I'm saying? And then this, and then he said, oh, and by the way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, and by the way, uh, you really believe that? Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah. Yeah, I do. When it comes to impact, I do. Impact? Yeah. Only reason I say that is because time shows... Like Hov's still around. No disrespect to Pac. God bless the devil. I mean, Hov's still around. I think Hov is the greatest rapper alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I do. I believe he's the greatest rapper alive. Uh, and I think over time, man, yeah, you know, he's eventually he's going to he's going to assume that position. I think you're number one now. Okay. <laughs> and the only reason I say that one thing about Pac, man, Pac didn't get a chance. I agree. That's pretty much all they're saying. Hey, I just thought about you know we got to name this episode Epitone. <laughs> just has to be the name of this episode because that's funny as fuck. But yeah, so uh, Jay Z called Ti in regards to his list, and of course Jay Z was probably just joking because I know Jay Z doesn't give a fuck about that. But don't. Uh, do you think who's the better rapper, Tupac or Jay Z all time? I think Jay Z is a great rapper all time to me. Second you agree? That. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I think that I think Ti was wrong about the impact. I think Tupac has a way bigger impact. Yeah, than that I, think that I, was I definitely true. agree. But um, Real yeah, I think Jay Z is the greatest rapper of all time, and Eric Ti has his right to his own opinion, just like we do. So everybody does. Yeah, so that's all we have for that. Even you. Uh, yeah. Uh, next thing here, I think we got yeah three more things for music. Uh, we talked about six nine. I don't even want to talk about this nigga no more, but. Uh, we talked about his deal a couple episodes ago, like three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten episodes ago. I don't fucking know. But uh, there was a $10 million deal. There was reported that 6 9 got a $10 million deal while he was locked up in prison. Uh, 6 9s former DJ, he actually spoke in an interview about uh, that deal. And he spoke about, he made a couple comments about what, you know, him. I'll just, I'll just play it. He said the narrative is painted so he comes home softer. Now, I asked this. Everyone knows that Takashi had one of the worst deals ever set up. Everyone always says it. He didn't have good money from his deal and everything like that. Who renegotiates from the label position to give you $10 million? Why? They already had him by his balls. Mm. Right. That, right. That's the part. So that now we got to think like this. At any point prior to the $10 million, has anybody ever said Takashi was a free agent? No. Because no. he's been continuously signed. He's still signed. He right. Signed. So, like, with the so now the $10 million, from, now you right. have to start thinking about what's the real validity behind $10 million? Like, who said that? Who actually said it? You get what I'm saying? See, I've been a part of the Takashi camp. We woke up and said, yo, bro, what are we going to do? I don't know. We scrolling. Oh, shit, Fear Factor. That's Ludacris? Yo, tell Ludacris suck your dick. That. Yo, Ludacris, suck my dick. <laughs> I've been there where we've created fake news. That's great. So I know what fake news is. Yeah. It's very easy to do. If you're powerful enough, you just say it. You get what I'm saying? Do you know that we could actually test this? Being said, the narrative... So he pretty much was just saying that he thinks that the ten million dollar deal is fake, but of course, I want to say this before anything. This dude could be saying anything because he isn't six nines DJ anymore, so he could be salty. I don't fucking know what happened between them two. I don't know their relationship, so he could be salty. But he said that the deal, he thinks the deal is fake, and he was also around six nine when they used to create fake news. They was scrolling on Instagram. What the fuck? I was telling Brandon before we started. Them niggas was like, "Yo, what the fuck could we do today to get some attention?" Scroll on Instagram, see Ludacris. Yo, tell Ludacris to suck your dick, which I feel is crazy, but that's the type of shit I believe that nigga was doing. And he said that's the type of shit they used to do. So, and a lot of people didn't even believe that the $10 million deal was real. I don't fucking give a fuck. I just talk about it because we have a podcast and we got to talk about shit and music. I don't give a fuck about this nigga's deal or his money. But uh, he said that it's fake. What you think? How about that? I know you don't give a fuck about 6 9 either, but you have a podcast. So. I mean, it could be true. That could It could be fake because not <clears throat> anybody ain't coming at you know, come out and say that, you know, we... Yeah, it was just, like he said, who said that? It was just media outlets. Yeah, what is the um, validation of this? Yeah, I so, mean... Yeah, true. Could I be mean, true. Yeah. It could just be... Because that's what it seemed like when you look at the shit 6 9 used to do. It seemed like he just sit around just bucking shit at everybody. Just to do it. Yeah, and he was putting on a persona the whole time anyway, a yeah. fake persona. So his this nigga's whole shit was just fake, man. Everything about him is just fake. Everything about him spells fraud, and I mean, when he comes out... It'll, it'll tell what he's going to be on when he come out. Well, I don't even want to talk about him until he comes out again. But, yeah, so that's what 6 9 DJ said, former DJ said. So what? Uh, hope he don't. Well, you hope he don't get out? I hope, no, I hope he don't. Oh. Well, shit. He's he getting out. He get out or not. I feel, no, don't got to talk about him. <laughs> yeah. Give him enough spotlight. Yeah, and the next thing we got here, moving on, uh, there was a list that came out of the top earning dead celebs of 2019. This is by Forbes. Uh, they had the top 11. Uh, I was going to call you Michael. <laughs> Who the fuck is Michael? I, I was looking at Michael Jackson. Uh, Brandon already guessed number one. Number one is Michael Jackson. He got $60 million. 
Who you think number two? Dead celebrities. It's a musician. A white musician. That's dead. He's dead. He's in the ground, six feet deep, nigga. I don't know. Now it's Elvis. Elvis made thirty nine million. Elvis is still up there. Yeah, which is crazy. That's what I want to talk about too. Bob Marley's up there. Bob Marley's number five. Twenty million made this year. Dr. Seuss. Y'all know Dr. Seuss. <laughs> He's number six with nineteen million. Marilyn Monroe made thirteen million last year. Prince made twelve million. Nipsey Hussle made eleven million so far this year. And XXX Tentacion was number eleven. He made ten million this year. And I think it's just crazy that yo. Uh, Bob Marley's been dead for how long? Things made twenty million dollars in this year, and the year ain't even over yet. Who the fuck is that money go to? His estate, whoever owns his estate. Uh, MJ, the same thing, sixty million dollars. Elvis, Elvis has been dead for what year did Elvis die? Oh, wasn't that the fucking? Can't look this up. Seventies. What year did Elvis die, Siri? Elvis Presley died August sixteenth, nineteen seventy-seven, at age forty-two in Graceland. This nigga was forty. This nigga died. What's twenty nineteen minus nineteen seventy-seven? This nigga died, Shit. motherfucking forty-two years ago, and he's made thirty-nine million dollars this year. That's fucking insane, bro. That's residual. That's the residuals, man. That's why I was watching a video of Future. He was talking about why rappers and musicians need to structure their deals so they make money forever. That shit is important. We talked about that last week a yeah. little bit in the Let's Talk segment. Oh, like, yeah, royalties and shit like that, man. Check out episode 18 if you haven't already. That was a pretty episode. good episode. That was a really good episode, man. We talked a lot of good shit in that Let's Talk segment. But yeah, uh, like I said, MJ number one, Elvis number two, Arnold Palmer's in there. I don't know who Charles Schultz is. He's the only one I don't know. He was number three with 38 million. Arnold Palmer, he made 30 million. Number four, Bob Marley. I can't believe Bob Marley made $20 million this year, bro. It's fucking crazy. crazy. Uh, XXX and Tussie on 10 million. So, yeah, I thought that list was interesting and I wanted to talk about that. Last thing for music, uh, there's been a lot of speculation for a long time, man. Even for myself, I think this too. Because, uh, you know, we, we all talk about Drake and his music. And, you know, when Take Care came out, a lot of people speculated that Drake took a lot of music from The Weeknd. And a lot of people feel like Drake takes music from Party Next Door, and Party Next Door can't really create his own music because Drake takes all his artists' music. So Drake's artist, one of his close friends, Baca, he's been friends with Drake's for uh with Drake's. He's been friends with Drake for a long time. He did an interview uh with the No Jumper podcast, and he was talking about uh, uh that situation about Drake taking music from other artists. That's what he said. Line about music say is that they try to say, oh OVO, if you end up signing with OVO, you end up giving your best shit to Drake. Do you think that there's any truth to that? No. Do you think no. you're seeing it from a different perspective because you weren't like hired as a songwriter or a producer or something? No, I just know him as an individual, you know? He's not gonna, especially if a man's like, okay, let me put myself in the, in the situation then. I make a hit song mm. and he knows it's a hit song for me. He's not gonna come and be like, yo, I need that song. He's not gonna do that. Mm. I 100% I know. And I've never even heard of him doing anything like that. So right. my personal take on is it on it is I don't know him to be like that. Right. You know, he wants his artist to thrive and to, and to flourish and to be great. He wants that. Every, uh-huh. Like everybody at OVO wants that. I'm talking online about. So yeah, Baka just uh, pretty much lied to this guy's face, and he told <laughs> no, I don't know. He told Adam Twenty Two that he does. I don't. I don't think that's true. I think Drake does do that. I don't fucking. I don't know. I'm just saying. I I think he does. Hater. I I, th- I think man. I don't know man. Hater. I, I, because and Drake hates talking about this shit. Because I remember when people was, was pe- <laughs> 
I remember somebody commented when uh, I want to take care of his anniversaries, and they would, they commented at Drake, and he was like, uh, somebody said, like, oh, it would have been a great album if he didn't take all the weekend's music, and Drake uh, responded back, and he was like, nigga, ain't nobody taking no shit from the fucking weekend, and I think the weekend liked the comment, too, or something like that. This was a while ago, but I feel like if it wasn't true, Drake wouldn't say anything, but a lot of people, they react differently to different things. You can't tell people how to react to certain shit, so I don't know, but I feel like Drake is kind of fake. The way his accent, because I see it, this, how Vodka talks. I, Drake tries to talk like that a lot. I don't. He yeah, has a million like, different I accents. Like I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit at all. I, Drake, not to, to me, he doesn't seem like a genuine person to me. Just to me, he doesn't seem like a genuine person to me. Yeah. He makes great fucking music. He's one of the greatest artists in our generation of all time. He's arguably a top ten artist of all time, honestly. But I just feel like his persona is kind of fake. I feel like he does a lot of fake shit. So. I think that could be true, and then the whole ghostwriting shit, blah, 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 you already know, so that's just, all that ties into what I think, but, um, and I think that's all we got for music, man, let me fix this camera real quick. Say something to the people, nigga, tell them you missed them. Shit, I wish they was there for the party. <laughs> that was a pretty good party. put the password in wrong, I always This guy right here. Yeah, we're gonna get back to that segment next week. What are we gonna, what is it called, let's talk segment? This nigga don't even know his own segment on his podcast. But uh, that's all we got for music. And we're going to move on to the... What's the next? Uh, what's trending? So, what is trending? So, the first thing I got here, I got a couple stories. And then Brandon will do his... No, I'll let you go first, nigga. Go no, first. bitch, go first. All right. Um, first thing I got here. Uh, Florida teen is reportedly charged after punching a man dressed as Donald Trump for Halloween. <laughs> Uh, according to USA Today, the 14-year-old girl walked up to a man dressed as Donald Trump as they stood on the line at Collier County Fairgrounds in Naples, waiting to enter the Naples Gross House. Uh, is that what I said? Yeah, the Naples Haunted Gross House. I'm sorry. She allegedly punched the man while her friends recorded the incident, according to Collier County Sheriff's Office. The incident took place on Saturday around 840. The incident re uh, report reveals the man was waiting in line with his family. When she walked over to him and allegedly punched him in the jaw, the man claims the girl laughed and then <laughs> took her place back in line with her friends. Let me give a shout-out. I should have put you in the side in a shout-out, gentlemen. Uh, shout-out segment, old girl. Let's give a shout-out to this young lady in Naples, Florida. And she from Florida, too. Nah, it's fucked up. Don't do that type of shit. I, I know how people feel about Donald Trump, but I'm just joking right now. That's kind of fucked up. Don't punch somebody. Oh, my God. You know what's funny? Speaking of punching somebody on Halloween. Yo, back in what year was that, nigga? 2010? I think oh, it was shit. 2010, yo. We had went to a fucking house. Me, Brandon, Ryan, who's been on the podcast, our other nigga Bobo, and our other nigga uh, Jonathan. We was at this uh, haunted house. It was called 13 Stories. That shit was. It was like two different houses. The first house was lame as fuck, but the second house was kind of fucking scary. I mean, nigga, remember that shit was hanging off the walls and black fucking shits was just hanging off them chains, nigga, yeah. through the hallway. So yeah, it was a it was a fucking girl standing in the corner with her head down. So our boy Jonathan, he was like, yo, y'all think it's real? So I was like, nigga, I don't know. She looked real. Yo, this nigga punched the bitch in the face. Like, and the chin just went boop. And it was it was a real girl. Fucking and the bitch started crying. Fucking gave her a fucking uppercut. <laughs> this nigga uppercut the girl like for real, for real. And the girl started crying and she had a hand over her face. I'm like, bro, why the fuck would you do that? And she was just sitting there crying. Damn, I'm, I'm fucking. We dipped out. <laughs> I wasn't finished. I don't want no parts of that. I'm fucking incriminating this nigga, <laughs> Yeah, but she didn't say anything. She didn't say one fucking word. She just put a hand on her face, and then we was like, "Yo, let's get the fuck out of here." And we—I don't even remember what else happened after that. But yeah, so um, Jonathan, oh my god, 
you're you're fucking you're a fucking idiot, bro. I, I, I'm just like, yo, why? I don't understand. Why would you take that chance of saying if it's real? Because what if it is a real person? Jonathan, don't be thinking, bro. That's my nigga, though. I, we, I ain't heard from you, nigga. I texted you the other day, too, to come to the party, and he hit me back. What happened? I texted him, too. He said he had to get ready to go to Asia or some shit. To go where? To Asia. He to, to Asia? You got to go to work or some shit out there. <laughs> oh, shit. This nigga fed a punk bitches in Asia, though. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do that. Yo, don't. <laughs> I, I don't care, and we had somebody dress up as Donald Trump too on a little at a at the little party. Remember the person put the little Donald Trump man? Oh yeah, yeah man. Don't punch people dressed up as Donald Trump. I know y'all hate Donald Trump, but come on, man, it's ain't that serious. If it's the real Donald Trump, now that's different. If y'all see that nigga beat his ass, but if it's anybody that's not the real Donald Trump, don't fucking come on now. Let's not be stupid people. But uh, next day we got here. Uh, mom discovers bag of heroin in her son's Halloween candy. Urges other parents to beware. This is ridiculous. Uh, blah blah blah. Many parents thoroughly expect their children's candy after they indulge in all of the fun of trick or treating on Halloween. But most parents will probably never expect to find drugs during their inspection. Yeah, this happens often. I don't know what the fuck they talking about. That's just according been to, since we were small. No, according to Two Fab News, yeah, a New Jersey mother was shocked to see a small bag of white powder in her son's treat bag. Yo, people are fucking idiots. Which turned out to be heroin. How did mom know it was heroin? She fucking snorted the shit. Uh, the woman promptly called the police after she discovered the drugs in his bag following up. Well, how did she know of the drugs? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Could have been some smarties crushed up or some shit. Timmy, well, let me take this bag for evidence. After being tested in the lab, officials confirmed it was indeed heroin. Police are currently investigating how drugs got into the child's possession. What the fuck are y'all? Somebody put it in the fucking thing. What the fuck y'all talking about? What was the investigation? You're not going to find out who the fuck it was. Niggas go to a million houses. People are crazy, bro. But yeah. I hope nobody uh, went through anything like this uh, when they trick-or-treated, but it does happen often. But people are fucking crazy, bro. People don't give a fuck about kids. People don't give a fuck about kids that ain't theirs. People don't even give a fuck about their own kids. So they definitely don't give a fuck about your kids. So, man, I don't I don't understand people, bro. That's all I got to say about that. That's um, that's the that one article. What's the next article we got here? Uh, skin glue, bartender, football coach. Damn, I got one, two, three. I got four more. Uh, next thing here. Biomedical engineers have created an elastic glue that can seal wounds within 60 seconds. Somebody said, wait till the hood niggas get their asses on this. Motherfuckers finna glue themselves up and start shooting again like it's Call of Duty. And I got a story like this, man. You remember this shit happened to my head, nigga? What did the niggas right see with McKelty's teeth? Yeah, so I was in, uh, we, when we was in high school. Cause, and this is funny, because when I saw this, I was like, yo, I have literally never seen this since... I've seen this article. Yeah, tell them how you got dunked on. No, I didn't get dunked on. Okay. But, uh, I did. Uh, All right. So did you say fucking. So? Uh, I was there. I seen happened? it. You wasn't even there. This thing. Uh, so we was in. Uh, team sports. Team sports, yeah. What the fuck is this nigga doing? Uh, I think it was 10th grade. Yeah, it was 10th grade. Team sports. Uh, we were playing basketball, and uh, I went up for a rebound at the same time as the other dude. We kind of collided heads. I seen him go, oh, shit. Put his hand over his mouth, hit the floor. And then I seen blood everywhere, and I was like, oh, McKelty, yo, that's what his name was. I was like, damn, nigga, your blood got on me. And everybody was looking at me like, oh, shit, nigga. And niggas started running towards me. And they was like, nigga, that's your blood. And I was like, fuck. And then I put my hand over my fucking face. I got a scar right over my eye. This nigga's fucking tooth broke off my head because he has a, um, what's this shit called? Buck ha- teeth? No. <laughs> one, one half of his, his big tooth, it wasn't real. It was like a, um, damn, I can't think a of the word. Yeah, cap or it's a it's a word for it though. But it broke off. Fake ass teeth. It broke off into my head and uh, it cut my fucking. Oh, this nigga threw an interception on the first play of the game. Wow, wow. 
Good job, Dak. But yeah, it broke off in my head, and my fucking head was bleeding all over the place, all over the court. So let me ask you this: Why should we care? Because when I went to the um, when I went to the hospital, they actually used. They told me this, and this was I don't even remember what year this was. This was like fucking oh eight, I think oh seven oh eight. Uh, they told me that there's a human skin glue, and I had ne- they didn't give me stitches because I'm figuring they gonna give me stitches. But it was a they literally told me that this is a human skin glue, and I have literally never heard of this being used since that day until this article came out. So they're saying, what did it say? Uh, let me read it again. Uh, they have created an elastic glue that can seal wounds within 60 seconds. I don't even remember how they did it, but they put it on my head, and you it's just a scar down. It looks like I got stitches over my head. But yeah, I just thought that was interesting that I, I literally never heard about. Have you heard about that since then? Human skin glue? That's that's literally what the doctor told me. So yeah, bio, biomedical engineers and these fucking people, man. Stop. These fucking kids out here, if any kids listening, stop trying to be a ball player. Do some shit like this. This is the type of shit that's going to keep the fucking. Yeah, do some fucking real shit. We can't all be ball players and fucking millionaires and fucking rappers and all this other shit. Do something like that, man. That's, that's some cool shit. I think shit like that is pretty cool, man. I just want to say that. But, um. Yeah, bio- yeah so. biomedical engineers, they make a lot of, like, prosthesis and shit like that. And they make a lot of money, too, so. They do. There you go. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting, man. Uh, next thing I got here, uh, bartender wins $50,000 after a customer leaves lottery ticket as a gift. Uh, as People reports, Taylor Russie, who works at Bleacher's Bar in Missouri, and she has a regular customer who frequents the bar and often leaves behind lottery tickets. Well, this time, the ticket turned out to be a big winner worth $50,000. Much to her surprise, she found herself on the receiving end of a winning lottery ticket thanks to the generous customer, even though she said she actually didn't realize it initially. She was shocked to learn that someone who bought the ticket won and wasn't speaking up until she realized that that someone was her. Upon her realizing her good fortune, she scanned it and found four of the five white ball numbers drawn on October 19th, plus the Powerball, giving her a total of $50,000. I hope she gave some money to the nigga that gave it to her because it she, wasn't her ticket. She should, to be honest. Yeah, that's what I would do. Nah, I wouldn't, but <laughs> I hope she did. I hope she did because I wouldn't. I'm just being real, but that's kind of crazy. Why the fuck are you giving lottery tickets? What kind of idiot does that? Who does that? Because now if he didn't get any money, he can't feel bad because he gave her the ticket, and that's her that's money gift, now. Yeah. So it's like, bro, why the fuck would you do that? But yeah, wow. uh, congrats that's to that nice. lady, and sorry to that dumbass nigga that gave her the lottery ticket. Uh, I got two more. Uh, next thing here, I saw this on CBS Sports, man. I thought this was fucking stupid. I'm going to read this slowly. High school football coach suspended for running up the score against undefeated team. Oh, I've seen that. There is a county policy in Nassau County, New York. The, the coach was suspended after his team beat the previously undefeated Southside 61-13. to There is a county policy that states if a team wins by more than 42 points... They have to explain why the final score was so lopsided. The coach couldn't explain the loss. He didn't have an explanation, uh, explanation for, the, for the loss. What did he say? Their team played in the fourth quarter, and I think it was somewhat. Wait, what the fuck? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. Coach, Suave, coach Shaver is an audible stand-up guy. He coached all three of my children. Blah, 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 blah. But he didn't have an explanation to why they fucking ran up the score so bad on this undefeated team, so they suspended this nigga. Which I feel like, what kind of shit is that? They beat the fuck out the team. What else is there to explain? Nigga, we beat the fuck out y'all niggas. It's because people. Oh, shit. People, nigga, look at the line at Popeyes. People sweet. Totally right. <laughs> no, I want Popeyes to the fuck out <laughs> But, uh, yo, I feel like this was the dumbest shit ever. What do you need to explain? What, what kind of policy is that? 
This is the type of dumb shit I'm talking about. We talk about dumb shit every week going on in the world, in the country. What kind of shit is that? Why do you need to explain? Nigga, I game plan against this motherfucking team. I put together a better game plan than the opposing coach, and I beat these niggas. That's what the fuck happened. And my players executed better than the other players. There you fucking go. Would Kobe, would Kobe let up? No. Kobe, Kobe it ain't even up. about letting up. There's no, there's no explanation needed. What do you need to explain? We beat the fuck out these niggas. That's it. I just thought that was fucking stupid. Man. soft. It's fucking stupid, bro. But yeah, that happened in uh, what county was it? Nassau, Nassau County, New York. It's fucking retarded. And the coach got suspended, man. I would have, I would have fucking quit, bro. That's fucking retarded, bro. That's a stupid ass policy. I just want to say that. It's stupid. Um, last thing I got here. Uh, Donald Trump. He responded to Brandon. Brandon last week. What? He said he responded to this nigga right. He responded to this nigga right here. This nigga. But uh, damn, I gotta go back to this. <laughs> But uh, Brandon was talking. We were talking about the leader of ISIS being killed last week, and Brandon said, "Well, when one leader gets killed, they have another nigga to replace him." And Donald Trump said, "At Brandon DeJoy, I just confirmed Bitch, that I don't Abu. Even- oh wait, I do have Twitter. I forgot. <laughs> At Brandon DeJoy, I just confirmed that Abu Bakar al Baghdadi's number one replacement has been terminated by American troops. Most likely, would have been uh, taken the top spot." Now he is also dead, nigga. He said nigga too, bro. What do you say to that? What's your response? Nigga, it don't matter. Somebody else gonna take over. <laughs> it, don't, it don't matter. It don't matter. Trump is a fucking idiot. This guy. It don't matter. I just want to know what you what you wanted to say to that man, because I mean, he responded. I still to think you, it's it's still selection week, man. Like people want to go out there and start making any choices and stuff. Or yeah. So yeah. Is that all you gotta say to Trump? That's your president. That's. Everybody's president, apparently. <laughs> Your president, my president. The rest is yours. It's all yours. Brandon got the rest of the West Trimming. Oh, yeah. It's all you all. No. All right, let me see. What article are we going to do? Which one do you have in order? First one is the cruise, cruise ship. ship. All right, I'm not sure if we mentioned this story. I think we did. I think we, I, don't, I, don't I think he just forget. I don't remember. If y'all didn't hear, there was this uh, girl in this on this cruise ship. She was on a cruise, ship, cruise with her family. So her grandfather apparently held her up to the glass, and the glass was only up a certain height, and she fell over and she died. So apparently the grandfather is getting charged by, I think it's PR officials? Let me see. Yeah, PR officials for negligent uh, homicide, which is they had to pay like $80,000 in, um, in, uh, for bail for him. But uh, the family said it's very disappointing that he got charged because it was an accident. Cause she's used to uh, banging on the glass in her brother's uh, um, hockey games. Was she a special needs child or something? Like no, that? she was. Oh. He was just holding her up, and she fell over, and she oh. died. And he was already broken up about it. I'm telling you, we talked about this one already. So oh, I just thought I'd bring this up. I was like, that's fucked up. I mean, got, why, got, why charge him if the family doesn't want him to get charged? It's the cruise ship that did that. It was his. It was his. Um. It was, was his granddaughter. Yeah, it was his grand granddaughter. He didn't expect her to. So thinking about him at, at, at you know as a perspective, he's the he loss made, of his He just grade. made a mistake. Yeah, yeah he made a mistake, which it. it happens. But this time, it cost they charge him with manslaughter. They charge him with um negligent homicide. What the fuck? Oh well, I guess I don't know. But yes, yeah, uh, prayers to that family because that's a fucked up situation. The whole thing. Uh, next one is the boyfriend suicide. All right, we have here a former college, uh, a, a former Boston College student has been charged with involuntary manslaughter. In connection with the suicide of her college boyfriend on his graduation, that's fucked up, on his graduation day. The charge announced by whatever, whatever, she was convicted of involuntary manslaughter in 2017 for repeatedly urging a close friend in text message to kill himself. 
Her boyfriend, Alexander Ertola, were attending Boston College, and Mr. Ertola leapt to his death from a parking garage damn, in the Boston neighborhood of Roxbury on May 20th. So she urged him. She, she Over the course of the 18-month uh, relationship, she was abusing him, and a lot of his friends and his family saw that. Eventually, she told him to just take his own life, and he did. And she's getting charged. Uh, well, the thing is, she's in Korea. She's not even here. So they're trying to get her transferred over here, extradited over here to get charged. She's in another country. This shit just blew my mind because I know a lot of people suffer from this because it may, people may not think it's something but or think it may be a big deal. But emotional, emotional like uh, distress over like people ordering you over what to do and like emotional abuse in a relationship, that shit is real. Yeah. So it I is. just want to let y'all know that that stuff is real and that if that's happening, you need to get like some help. Like I said earlier, people fucked up, bro. People don't give a fuck about nobody. Everybody's selfish. Everybody's mean as fuck to other people. And nobody gives a fuck about people's lives, bro. And now shit like that happens. And now she probably feel bad. And But there's nothing she can do about it now. And now her family's going to suffer. And everybody, there's his a family. lot of people that's, and his family's going to suffer. Yeah, his that's what I mean. His family's going to suffer because of uh, some dumb shit that she was saying. And people don't even, she probably didn't even mean it. But she was just probably being a mean ass bitch. And now his nah, life. She, she, life she, it, see, it seemed like she was uh, fucking... <clears throat> abusing him for a while. I, I mean, like, not that she didn't mean it, but she probably didn't think that he was going to do that. Yeah, to take his own life. But yeah, that's fucked up, man. But so yeah, prayers to that to his family, man. I got and, another uh, article. I mean, it's not funny, but Cali boy, woman, woman thought her, uh, woman thought her boyfriend had died, and then she bumped into him at a restaurant. What? <laughs> we need to write that one down. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? A woman is told her ex-boyfriend has died. A woman who t- who was told her... Who the fuck wrote this article? These motherfuckers. I'm on a spell check. A woman who was told her bo- ex-boyfriend had died in a, and grieved the loss only to come across him a few years later is very much alive <laughs> and working in a restaurant. All right. Let me see. Where the article at? Rachel was just 18 years old when she started dating a chef. Um, And she went to a restaurant. No, no, no. And that was so she... <laughs> He uh so what he did is he asked to borrow a couple hundred uh, pounds so some money he asked to uh, borrow a couple hundreds from her to live on right yeah uh so he paid some of the some of the money back but a few months later she claims he refused to pay the rest and stopped replying to her messages <laughs> things got stranger when her friends informed her that the furniture had started gone uh, going missing from his house from his house here hold furniture was gone the bed was empty everything was gone. She was com- completely convinced by this, but she had time to investigate her ex. And then her ex's mom messaged her to say that her son died. His mom, His mom said that, yeah. Um, she said it sounds stupid. She grieved the loss in her own way and eventually moved on. When then two years, the whole story unraveled. While back in her hometown with a friend, she stopped by a restaurant <laughs> where she was stunned to discover her ex-boyfriend was very much alive and working there. <laughs> Before she could confront him about it, Rachel was asked to leave the restaurant. <laughs> oh shit! That was a touchdown. She she confronted him about it, but he asked her to leave, and she was like, I, "I'm not who you think I am." Oh my god, niggas are so fucking crazy. So his mom was even in on the shit, pretty much. Oh, That's or up. he texted her from my mom. People fucking stupid. But she said that his. Oh yeah, or he or he texted. What the fuck is my Bruh, dad? That shit was funny. Okay. I uh, think the last one is the Cali boy shit. Oh, that, that's that's a fucked up one. That um, 
And that's the last thing. Yeah. For last training. last was training one is uh, eighth grade great eighth graders family um complain uh, complain of bullying days before fatal assault legal claim states so uh what's his name Diego Saltz is the victim he was bullied in school and um he had told the principal basically he told the principal a day before uh. One of these, one of the days during the week, I guess, he had told the principal that he was being bullied, and he felt relieved about telling someone and finally coming out about it, and that his family was behind him, you know, encouraging him to do so and sticking up for him. So apparently, the assistant principal assured him that the bullies would be suspended for three days, three days starting on Monday. So I guess he did this on a Friday, and then he could miss the remainder of the school day because the apparently he got punched in the chest, and then he reported. It. So when he came to school back after the weekend on Monday, the boys were still there. So they confronted him around lunchtime with a pair of punches and knocked him on the ground. And they, and the thing they the the fight was captured on a cell phone video that was posted on Facebook. So they found out that he snitched on him and he said something. No, them attacking him. Apparently, that that's what it sounds that's like. Funny. So so he he got a knockdown. He, uh, people uh, the um, hospital said he never woke up. And he was on life support. He re- and he was removed from life support. Life support nine days later. Oh, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. What the fuck? Damn. Wow. So he bro. wasn't. So the principal did not honor what he said. Right. Now that's now he. Dead. And now he's Damn. dead. Well, how they found out that he? The principal must have said something. Cause because because like, because everything like that has to be on record. Yeah. Remember Damn. when you go and make that kind of report and stuff like that it has to be on record. And he told his family that he told the authorities, like, their principal and stuff like that. So, basically, the bullies killed him. Damn, all them niggas need to go there. All the kids need to be... To be honest, I don't care how old you are. If you're bullying people, that's just wrong. To be honest, I was bullied when I was small, but I always used to... I never used to... I never used to take that. It don't matter how big the person was. I always always used to stand up to them. I got bullied on a bus, on my bus. There was a kid I used to sit next to, and uh, like sixth grade, this nigga used to fucking punch me and shit on the bus. And I told the bus driver, and he was like, "I told this nigga, I was like, nigga, I'm gonna fucking tell the bus driver, bro, because I, because that nigga was bigger than me. I was fucking scared, and he was bullying me and shit. I, I'll admit, I, don't, I didn't even care, man. When I was younger, man, there's a lot of people that was picking on me, and to be honest, I, it didn't matter how big they were, I, I fought. I don't care if I got my ass whooped, I, I didn't care, bro. That's why I used to got. I was so such a bad kid because I used to get in so much, so many fucking fights. Yeah. Cause but, my dad used to tell me if you come home and you know you don't you didn't do anything, bro, then that's that's not good. That you need to stand up for yourself, and that's what I did. Yeah, I remember when I told the nigga, I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna tell the bus driver." Boy, think I was like, "No, no, don't tell him, please." No. <laughs> but I told the nigga, the, the nigga stopped. If you getting bullied, I to be honest, if I don't have kids yet, but the first thing I'm gonna teach my kid is. How to beat somebody's ass? I'm not even gonna lie. I'm, I would not sit here in front of the camera in front. I am telling you because it seems like in this day and age, bullying is something that it is becoming more and more accepted. And yeah, people, people kids are committing kids are committing committing suicide over that. Yeah. And it's unbelievable when I think about it. Like it's unbelievable that people are taking it this far and committing suicide over that. Yeah. It's getting getting to that point. I guess with social media is making it a hundred times worse. We'll talk about bullying another another you know podcast, but because there's a lot more to just go into than like a one or two minute sick you know segment. But yes. that wasn't cool. It, I can't believe he died. They had to take him off life support yeah, for no expect, reason. I didn't expect that. That you just he he, he he didn't do nothing. Like and he's dead. Some kids is not going 
everybody ain't gonna stand up for this. Even when I mean, I did as I got older. But even like I said, when I was getting bullied, I didn't fucking do anything with that kid. But everybody ain't gonna do that. Everybody's not gonna fight. It's just everybody's not gonna do that. No matter what you tell them, it's just not everybody. And it's not, and it's not their responsibility. <clears throat> They're too young to, to 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 help themselves. And then yeah, y'all's just staying here recording on your phone instead <laughs> yeah, of helping them. Stupid. That's fucked up. Everybody's stupid, bro. Everybody, everybody's stupid, dog. It ain't just kids. It's adults too. Like I said with this heroin shit earlier, everybody's just fucking stupid, man. But yeah, I get it, bro. Like, another prayers and condolences to that kid's yeah, family because I did not expect, I didn't expect him to say that. He but, died. Um, he they got, they took him off life support. That's fucked up. Bro. That's fucked up. Um, and that is all we got for what's trending. So next we got uh, entertainment. We got just two things for that, and then we'll move on to sports. Uh, so the first thing here, uh, we talked about Kevin Hart a couple weeks ago. Uh, he got into that bad car accident uh, where uh, I think it was him and two other people uh, in the car on September 1st. Uh, and Kevin Hart was in pretty bad shape. And we haven't seen anything of Kevin Hart since then. But he posted a video on Instagram about a week ago. And he posted a whole video. Uh, pretty, and he got, it's got 11 million views. Um, pretty much showing the news report of the car accident showing him in the hospital. You seen this shit? Showing him in the hospital and shit like that. He had a, he has a back brace on. They're trying yeah. to help him up, but uh, he's looks like he's making a full recovery. So uh, that's good, man. Because if we would have, like I said that day when we talked about it, if we would have lost Kevin Hart, bro, I don't know what the fuck. Everybody would have been in shambles, bro. But um, yeah. So, so it looks like he's making a full recovery. He's talking to the doctors in the video. So I just wanted to say that, man. Um, looks like Kevin Hart is making a speedy recovery. So shout out to Kevin Hart, man. Prayers to him. Uh, um, I want to wish him nothing but good fortune going forward because that was an unfortunate situation. We still don't really know the whole story that happened behind it because a lot of people feel like there was some foul play in that. But I don't know. Who knows? It just all that matters is that nobody died. and He's OK. and He's gotten better. So I wanted to say shout out to Kevin Hart. And then the next thing here, uh, we want to give a R.I.P. to John Witherspoon, the comedian, the actor. He passed away at the age of 77, I believe. And I think somebody said that he went to cardiac arrest. From what, Because I didn't really see any reports of how he died. But uh, somebody told me yesterday that they believe it, it was cardiac arrest. And if that isn't what happened, I apologize. I should, I'm just going off of what somebody told me. And uh, I just want to play. And, that, and this goes into the whole bullying thing, man. I want to play um, John Witherspoon's most iconic scene that he ever put out. So quick to pick up a gun. You're scared to take an ass whipping. This one makes you a man. When I was growing up, this was all the protection we needed. You win some, you lose some. But you live, you live to fight another day. And you think you're a man with that gun in your hand, don't you? I'm a man without it. Put the gun down. So yeah, Friday. man. Hmm? Friday. Yeah, yeah. So rest in peace to John Witherspoon. He was also a granddad on uh, Family Guy, and I knew. I, I and I said this when this happened. I said it in my head. I was like, somebody needs to make my bad. Somebody needs to make a fucking photo of um Riley and Huey crying and with him over like over the head. And somebody was. They didn't do it, but that's what they did. I knew somebody was gonna do that, but yeah, because yeah, I feel like. I, you know, the Boondocks wasn't his biggest thing in his career, but I just knew this was coming that they were going to make a picture yeah. regarding the Boondocks. And I also want to play something that he said on the Boondocks, too, because this is a lot of people ain't going to get this, but this is this is real. Granddad, what do you do when you can't do nothing, but there's nothing you can do? You do what you can. <laughs> That's true. 
Damn, bro. Thanks, that Granddad. Up, that shit is fucked up, bro. Granddad, what do you do when you can't do nothing, but there's nothing you can do? Do what you can. You do what you can. The niggas was crying and shit. <laughs> like what people put. Like what somebody put under that. Damn, that's fucked up. Oh, man. So, yeah, rest in peace to John Witherspoon, man. And then uh, this shit right here. That was an episode two. It was an episode uh, Riley was here. Niggas were playing this shit. When Riley had fucking painted his granddad and his wife on the fucking, on the boondog. Let's paint a picture of someone you love. Maybe someone who's not with us anymore. And that just ties into the whole thing of John Witherspoon, man. So, yeah, like I said, man, rest in peace. He's a great man, man. To John Witherspoon. Funny dude, man. He's a uh, funny dude. We lost a, we lost a lot of great people um, in the last couple years, man. A lot of great people have passed. But uh, yeah, man, rest in peace, John Witherspoon, condolences to his family. His son was posting a lot of shit on Twitter, too, like posting. He said he went through his dad's phone. He was posting the videos that his dad had in his phone, like funny videos between the two of them, man, moments that they shared. So yeah, like I said, man, rest in peace. John Witherspoon, you will be missed. Brandon was just asking me if they were finished recording a new season of the Boondocks. I have no idea. I literally have no idea. Well, we can definitely on. bet on them having a tribute for them, for him, on her. Yeah, yeah, they're going to definitely do that. Yeah. And it's like, are they going to fucking... Kill him off the show? That's because... I mean... More than likely, they probably will, to be honest. What can they do? They can't. Do that. I hope they don't try to do that for, like, more, like, views on the show. They're I, not going to do that, because I, I Some niggas it. would. Hope some niggas not. would do that, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's all we got for what's trying... Uh, not what's trying to... Entertainment. Uh, we'll move on to sports and the shout-out segment and the Q&A. So, uh, yeah, so sports. Let me do a quick uh, week nine recap in the NFL. What the fuck is my phone doing? Uh, Giants and Cowboys playing right now. It's 3-3 in the first quarter. I don't think there was really any good games. Uh, Kansas City beat Minnesota yesterday, 26-23. Kansas City won without Patrick Mahomes. They're 6-3. Minnesota 6-3 as well. Miami Dolphins got their first win of the season over the Jets. Uh, both teams are 1-7. <laughs> uh, it wasn't really a lot of good games, man. Uh, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, they beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 40-34 in overtime. Russell Wilson had five touchdown passes, no interceptions. Russell Wilson, I think he moved into first place in the MVP candidacy, if you ask me. Uh, Chargers beat the Green Bay Packers. Packers suffered only their second loss of the season, 26-11. San Francisco beat the Cardinals on Thursday night, 28-25. And the New England Patriots took their first loss of the season last night to uh, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Patriots 8-1, Baltimore Ravens are 6-2. Uh, let me just go through some NFL news real quick. The Falcons, we released our kicker, Matt Bryant, and we signed a kicker named, this is his real name, Young Ho Koo. <laughs> his name is Young Ho. This is his first name. Young Ho. Is it Asian? Yeah. Just showed you. Just to show you. Every nigga in Atlanta want a Young Ho. <laughs> Fuck you! Oh, nigga. Okay, all right, nigga. But uh, <laughs> go Russell Wilson right there. So yeah, we signed Young Ho Koo. Uh, what else happened? Chargers fired the offensive coordinator. The Rams traded their corner Akeem Talib uh, in the fifth round pick to the, the Dolphins. What happened? These niggas. Oh, they were tackling that nigga. Uh, so Akeem Talib, he went to the Dolphins for a fifth round pick. Uh, Josh Gordon, the New England Patriots took him off of IR, and the Seattle Seahawks picked up Josh Gordon, and uh, Josh Gordon is expected to play next week, and that's going to be a good game too. Monday night is going to be the Seahawks and the 49ers, so Russell Wilson gets another receiver. Uh, T.Y. Hilton of the Indianapolis Colts receiver, he's expected to miss three to four weeks with a calf injury. 
And the last thing I got from NFL, man, there was a report uh, of the Washington Redskins offensive lineman, Trent Williams. He said he's had cancer for the past six years and almost died from it. And I don't know the full story, but I saw like the interview. Uh, he was misdiagnosed by the team's doctors. They were trying to tell him, damn, I can't. That, they were trying to tell him that it was a cyst in his head. They, they, and they misdiagnosed him, and this man had cancer the entire time. Uh, Trent Williams said he has a rare form of cancer and nearly lost his life. Williams says that the growth in his head was found five to six years ago, but the Redskins medical staff diagnosed it as something minor. The star who had been holding out for a new contract has no trust in the team. A lot of people have been saying that they feel like, uh, people have been saying this for a long time, that the Washington Redskins are the worst professional team in professional sports because of shit like this. Because this, this this ain't really like the only type of shit like this that has happened. Like, they have done a lot of fucked up shit. And if I was him, if that happened to me, I wouldn't even play for them anymore. And I know, yeah, I mean, that's true. I you're trying to get a contract, you got to get paid somehow. So it's hard for you to just leave like that. But yeah. with some shit like that, bro, when your life is, I mean, football ain't everything. A lot of people Damn, feel like bro, that. I, that's I, their whole life. That's, but, that's crazy. Yeah, that's, a that's fucking tumor. Yeah, that's fucked up. And this was five or six years ago that Damn. that shit was found. And I don't know if this is the. I think Kudos this, to him for getting a second opinion, bro. I don't know how he. Yeah, and he, he did that against. Yeah, yeah, he he did that himself. He went to get a second opinion. So yeah, uh, prayers to Trent Williams, man. And I think the two. I think they took it out now. I think they removed it now. But um, I know that has to be a lot to go through because you can't really trust your team. You don't. You're trying to get a new contract, and you probably don't want to get a contract with that team because they misdiagnose you. Because teams and organizations, they don't give a fuck about your health. They just want you to go out there and play. And if you're able to play, if it's not like an injury with like a broken limb or something like that, they're gonna put your ass out there yeah. and make you play because they yeah. don't give a fuck about anything like that. They really don't. So yeah, um, prayers to um, Trent Williams, man. And that's all I got for NFL. So moving on to the NBA, I want to say shout out to the Miami Heat, man. I know it's still early, but I want to say shout out Miami Heat. We were up on the Rockets by 41 last night. We won 20, 129 to 100. At one point, we were up 56 to 18 in the first fucking quarter. Uh, so yeah, shout out to my Heat. We're going to see what else we do the rest of the fucking season, man. Um, and we we haven't really... Jimmy it's crazy Butler. y'all doing as well. Yeah, Jimmy Man, Butler ain't even really. Jimmy Butler came late too. To our free agent acquisition he came you on. You can play it. Yeah, he played like the last two, three games. And then the biggest story of the NBA the last week, uh, the 76ers played the Minnesota Timberwolves, and uh, Carl Anthony Towns and Joel Embiid um, got into a fight on the court where they were both taking out the yeah, game. Yeah, in a fight. Uh, yeah, they didn't. I mean, they tried to throw punches with each other, but nothing. They didn't really they connect. They didn't even try to throw punches, bro. I think uh, Carl Anthony Towns did. But after the game, this is and the fight ain't even really the news. After the game, Joel Embiid went to Instagram. He said, "Great team win. I was raised around lions. A cat pulled uh, a cat pulled on me tonight. Laugh my ass off." At Jimmy Butler, I miss being a part of the third stringers because of course Jimmy Butler played with the 76ers last year, and Jimmy Butler also played with Carl Anthony Towns. And Jimmy Butler does not like Carl Anthony Towns. He um he called him soft. They had a whole little dispute last year before Jimmy Butler left. Uh, and Joel, uh, Carl Anthony Towns' mom was actually in the crowd and was um, flicking off uh, Joel Embiid. And uh, hold on, my dad's called. Yo. <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> What's going on? Hey, we doing the podcast. I'm going to call you back when I'm done. All right. All right. But, uh, yeah, so uh, he tagged Jimmy Butler. Uh, but, yeah, his mom, Carl Anthony Towns' mom, was flicking off Joel Embiid as Joel Embiid was going through the tunnel. Uh, Joel B said, I got his mom giving middle fingers. That's some serious real estate. Hashtag fight night. Hashtag I ain't no bitch. And this is what he said after the game. Uh, well, first of all, I ain't no b- uh, 
So, nah, there was not a lot of talking. Uh, I mean, uh, you were kind of happen out of nowhere. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, I just did what I had to do. And uh, I was just, you know, trying to control myself. Um, and, you know, it happens. So, yeah, that's what he said. And then uh, Carl Anthony Towns responded. Uh, he said he was doing that little SpongeBob thing. I ain't no bitch with the capital letters and the lowercase letters. I ain't no bitch raised around lions. Cap, cap, cap. He put hashtag bitch talk. He put a whole bunch of clown emojis. Joel and B commented on that. He said, imagine talking after a 20-point loss. You hate to see it. Go ahead, use that. Oh, yeah, because he posted this picture of Joel and B crying after the playoff <laughs> loss last year that the 76ers took. Uh, he said, go ahead and use that picture of me uh, caring about losing the playoffs in the second round. Oh, wait, you've never been there. You don't know what it's like. No cap, boy. You finally won three games and he's talking. I know you ain't talking. You've been a pussy your whole life, bitch-ass nigga. That's why he didn't say bitch-ass nigga. That's why you were treated like a bitch by you-know-who. He talking about Jimmy Butler. I ain't gonna uh, put your business out. I got the facts about you. Don't get it twisted. I own you, nigga. He didn't say nigga either. But, uh, <laughs> yo, read the fucking tweet. He also in the Twitter, he said, uh, cause, and then I think, uh, Carl Anthony Towns deleted Joe and B's comment when he said that. He said, that tough guy act ain't cutting it. You know what you are. You know what you've always been. A pussy. Say it louder for the people in the back. A pussy ass, whole ass nigga. Been kicking your ass in pretty please. Make sure you make the playoffs before you talk. I know oh, I <laughs> it's a no thing that I owe you. He didn't say all that, bitch. I think he said what he did call him a pussy. I just be all But he didn't say all that. And then, uh, they that's some female stuff to go to social media to do all that shit. <laughs> that was not a fight. It was not a fight. That, that would put fucking 1980s, 1990s basketball to like fucking shame and shit. Yeah, because some niggas was definitely tussling. They was throwing hands. Uh, they both were suspending two games for that without pay. And Ben Simmons put Carl Anthony Towns in a chokehold. And it looks like Carl Anthony Towns tapped out too. But they didn't, no fine was given to Ben Simmons. And uh, Ben Simmons uh, wasn't suspended. So yeah, that's all that happened, man. It's, I think it was funny that all that shit that they were saying. But Joel, Joel Embiid, that's what he does, bro. He talks shit all the time. He always does shit like this. I wouldn't be fighting that big motherfucker, but... He always does that type of shit, but that's just him. And, I mean, they're going to play each other again. We'll see what happens. But Carl Anthony Towns and Jimmy Butler, I, I think that Carl Anthony Towns is scared of Jimmy Butler. And I can't wait till we play the Timber. Oh, we just played the fucking Timberwolves, but fucking Jimmy Butler didn't play. But uh, I can't wait till we play the Timberwolves again. But, yeah, that's all that happened with Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns. It wasn't really a fight, really, like, at all. I mean, they grabbed each other. and they were stuff right there. Yeah, but that's just what Joel, Joel Embiid does, man. Um, What else we got here? Uh, Yeah, Kevin Durant. Speaking of whole-ass niggas, what the fuck is that Kevin Durant shit? Uh, Kevin Durant went to ESPN's first take. He had a conversation with... This nigga T-Pain is going live with his name. He had a conversation with Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman. And they asked him... I'll just play here. It really came out of nowhere. And He talking about Draymond Green and when Draymond Green called him a bitch-ass nigga and all that. That was a situation that definitely could have been avoided. It really came out of nowhere. And... For us, you know, everybody was just looking for something to tear us down with, you know, and I think they used that. And that just brought in the, the firestorm from, you know, free agency to every day it was about my free agency. Every day it was about 
my disposition as a player, what I look like on the bench, what I look like, you know, during the game. So it opened it up. It opened up a lot of nonsense. You know, I think that could have been avoided. And me and Draymond talked about it. Did that play a role in you leaving Golden State? A little bit, yeah, for sure. You want to expand expand on that? <laughs> That's how they said nothing. Yeah, I mean, if, I mean, your teammate talked to you that way. You think about it a bit, but you know, we talked. Like I said, we talked about it, but definitely for sure, I'm not gonna lie about it. Katie, why do you ultimately decide to leave? I, I just felt like I needed a switch. I felt like a lot of stuff in Golden State had reared its head, and I felt like uh, we. That was just going to be the end no matter what, especially for that group. Sean Livingston was retiring. Andre Iguodala was getting older. Our contracts were going to stifle the team and put us in the hole to get other players. Yeah, that's pretty much all he said. And then they asked him uh, his top five players, and he didn't give his top five players in the league. He gave his top five favorite players to watch, and nobody in Golden State was in there. Curry wasn't in there, and Clay wasn't in there, which I felt was kind of like weird because you just played with them and you won your two championships with them. So he put Harden in there. He put LeBron in there. He put Giannis in there, I think. Uh, but, yeah, man, I just feel like, of course, they asked him the question. But it's like, nigga, He's sweet. Nobody, nobody cares. Yeah, He's exactly. sweet. Nobody cares, bro. Nobody gives a fuck, bro. You just. Bro, you just come out to be too fucking sweet, bro. You, yeah. You're just, you're getting offended about everything that everybody says. If anybody says mm-hmm. about you, you don't want burner accounts. Mm-hmm. Bro, just sweet, bro. getting spicy over here, boy. Shut the fuck but, up. Uh, yeah, man. Nobody gives a fuck, sweet, Katie. Nobody gives a fuck. But, yeah, you just proving... You just giving more fuel to the fire of everybody. You just care like too it. much about what people think. He Why does, do you bro. care? I don't understand what these niggas with all this money give a fuck about. All this type of shit. That's just me. But, hey, man. Yeah, that's what Kevin Durant said on ESPN First Take, man. Uh, watch the interview if you want to see more. Uh, speaking of the Warriors, uh, Stephen Curry... He uh, broke his left hand in a loss, excuse me, to the uh, Phoenix Suns. They lost 121 to 110 uh, last Wednesday. Uh, he went, he underwent surgery, and he is expected to miss at least the next three months. So I want to wish a speedy recovery to Stephen Curry. The Golden State Warriors look like trash, and I, in my NBA predictions, I had them still make the playoffs. That's not going to happen anymore. I, we have, they definitely not make the playoffs no more. And I want to read this here. This is the Warriors' last six games. I don't know, and I speak. I spoke about curses with the Atlanta Falcons and shit, and I'm not talking about the Falcons this week because we were on a bye week. But I don't know, man. Let's, let me just put this. Warriors' last six games, June 10th, KD ruptures Achilles. Three days later, June 13th, Klay Thompson suffers ACL tear. Warriors losing finals. October 24th, season opener. Uh, Warriors suffer a 19-point loss to the Clippers. October 27th, 28-point loss to OKC. Uh, 10.30, Stephen Curry breaks his hand. And I had another one. Fuck, man. This is... Draymond also got hurt. Draymond got hurt. Uh, Steph broke his hand. They won. Yeah, so Draymond is hurt. Everybody that was in the Warriors starter five last year got hurt. I think D'Angelo Russell's hurt, too. Is he? Yeah. And Draymond... How did uh, he hurt? I don't know, but he didn't play the other night. Um, but as I think it was injury. If he wasn't injury, if it wasn't injury, my mistake. But he didn't play the other night. Uh, Draymond has a torn ligament in his finger. Demarcus Cousins, of course, he moved over to the Lakers. He's hurt. He's out for probably the season. Clay's gone. Steph's gone for three months. So I don't know what the fuck going on over there, man. Kevin Durant, of course, he's missing the whole fucking season. So yeah, man. I think that's kind of that's kind of weird how that fucking happened because these niggas was on top of the world and went to five straight fucking finals, and now these niggas are one and four or one and five or something like that. I think. 
And their last six games, they have suffered probably the most catastrophic shit in NBA history, honestly. As far as injuries go, you lose Klay Thompson, Stephen Curry for three months. Kevin Durant left. Kevin Durant got hurt. You lost the fucking finals. You get blown out in your new stadium at 19 fucking points. Curry breaks his hand. D'Angelo Russell hurt. Draymond hurt. So, yeah, man, that's just that's just fucked up, man. But everybody has their time, man. They had their fucking time, and now it's over with, bro. Now it's time for somebody else to shine, bro. Um, what we got next? Uh, there was also somebody put this out. Russell Westbrook averaged a triple-double, 30 points a game, and carried an, carried an average Oklahoma City Thunder team to six seed uh, while winning MVP. I want people to think about this. Since most people think Steph Curry is miles ahead of Westbrook, he should have no problem carrying his Warriors team with two all-star caliber players to the playoffs. Man, but this really doesn't mean anything anymore, and I think about it because Curry's hurt now. He most likely won't, and the world won't keep that same energy. Don't think for a second a small, ununiform portion of the media don't impact people's opinions. Yeah, that's true. Because a lot of people talk shit about Russell Westbrook in the media. A lot of people in the media don't like Russell Westbrook because he keeps it real. and He's going to tell motherfuckers how it is. But Curry's hurt now. So like I said, this means nothing. I just thought about that. But of course, they put this before Curry got hurt. But it does kind of make sense because Russell Westbrook did do that. He brought, he got the MVP, took the fucking thunder to the sixth seed in the Western Conference, too. The West is stronger than the East. Of course, Curry's in the West, too, but he did it. So why can't Curry do it? That makes, that makes a good point. I mean, don't mean anything anymore, like I said, but some people God, can think about. He, can't, he probably has so many good players around him that Cause who he didn't really have to play to that level because other people will make up for it. So to have Curry. something rest on you for so long... Have something to rest on you after for so long not having that problem. Yeah, and having other players pick up the slack from where. And from I feel like, players. and I feel like Curry is better than Westbrook. If you ask me, then they got plus go there. I feel like Curry is better than Westbrook. So I mean, if Curry was not injured, I mean, of course uh, we would have to see if he could do that. But that's not happening anymore, obviously. Uh, and the last thing was well, two long, more things. How long you be out for? Not the rest of the season. Three months. Oh, yeah. Uh, last thing I got here. Uh, Kobe did an interview. Oh, uh, he said this to somebody. Uh, they asked him um, if he would unretire and make an NBA comeback if it was 100% guaranteed that he would win another title. If it was 100% guaranteed that he would win another title. He said, no, I like my rings the hard way. I like fighting for them and earning them. So, of course, Kobe would say that. Who wouldn't say that? Oh, that's not. Kobe Bryant has that fucking mentality. Of course, he's not. Well, now, who wouldn't say that? Kobe, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Why wouldn't Kobe say that? That's what I meant to Kobe say. Would say that. Yeah, Kobe would say else, that. Not anybody else because Kobe's a competitor. Yeah, Kobe wants to compete. Kobe likes his rings the hard way. And I believe it. I definitely. I don't think he's just saying He'd be the one on the team, the only one doing it, going to the most shitty team and take them all the way to the championship and have to rule it. He, no. He can't have a shitty team to take the championship. He needed he Kobe had niggas. He had Paul Gasol. He had Shaq. He had fucking Bynum. He had fucking a lot of niggas. Oh, oh. shit. He had a lot of niggas. But uh, that's all I got for sports, man. No, no, I don't. That's a lot. Uh, two more things. Uh, the NCAA they have voted anonymously Tuesday to allow college athletes to make money from their name, image, and likeliness in a matter consistent with a collegiate model. Uh, now students in every state and not, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago, California made that law, uh, but now students in every state will be able to make money off their names and likeliness. According to ESPN, the NCAA has just anonymously voted in favor of allowing college athletes to profit from their name, likely, uh, likeness and image on one condition, wait, on one condition, student athletes looking to make money while playing sports, uh, 
must do so in a manner consistent with the uh, collegiate model. Okay, the NCAA board is reportedly looking to shake things up to ensure that student athletes have the same opportunity uh, to make money as pro athletes. So yeah, they will. Uh, so and I think this is gonna happen in a couple years. It's not gonna happen immediately. What is it? Oh, just fucked up. Damn, that's a nigga could have got hurt. But yeah, so this is this is a big win. NCAA, I want to um give a clap. Yeah, they, I think it's gonna today. become more and more acceptable acceptable as as you go across the board but as far as sports goes. Yeah, in a couple years, that's gonna um. They're already doing it, and it's oh, only shit. been like what two weeks since the other stuff with all of it. Yeah, it hasn't been that long since, yeah. the, since the California one came out. So and then the last thing we got here, I want to say congratulations to the Washington Nationals. I know I only really talk about NBA and NFL. But the Washington Nationals, they claim their first World Series title in their franchise's history uh, for the first time in 95 years. The World Series champions. Damn, 95 years? Yep. I think that's how long they've been a franchise. So, yeah. Uh, They beat the Houston Astros in seven games. I think every game win was by the road team. I think the road team in every game of the seven games won. And I think, yeah. I think that's what every the road team won every single game. Are you serious right now? Ninety five years? Yeah, that's what it says. That's what they tweeted. The Nation Nationals. Damn. That's their first. That's their first title. And they franchise well, history. Yeah. So yeah, congratulations. So, um, and it's crazy because they lost uh, probably the best player last year to free agency, and he went not the free agency. He went to the um to the Phillies, and they won a title without him. That's fucking crazy. Uh, Bryce Harper. So yeah, man, that's all we got for sports, man. And uh, for shout out segment, I don't think Brandon has anything. You don't have nothing, right? No, not for shout out. I want to shout out uh, three people. The first two is the rookies for the Miami Heat, Kendrick Nunn and Tyler Hero, who are um, arguably the top two. Maybe Kendrick Nunn is top two candidate for rookie of the year. Kendrick Nunn, uh, he is the first player with 100 points in his first five career games since Kevin Durant in 2007-2008. Kevin Durant had 113 points in his first five games. Kendrick Nunn has 112 in his first five games. And Kendrick Nunn, 112 points in his first five games. That is the most by an undrafted player in NBA history. So Kendrick Nunn made history. So shout out Kendrick Nunn. Shout out Tyler Hero. Like I said, both of them niggas making a huge impact for my Miami Heat. And I also want to shout out Lamar Jackson for his huge win in his first matchup against Tom Brady last night. And I gave uh, Lamar Jackson a shout out segment four because like I said, me and him, um, we from around the same city. Uh, he went to um, high school in the city I was born in, but I think he was born in Pompano. I was born in Boynton. Uh, but he went to Boynton High School. Uh, he's a Heisman Trophy winner from uh, fucking, what school did he go to? Louisville. He had 163 yards, one touchdown pass last night. He had two rushing touchdowns, 61 yards. So, yeah, shout out Lamar Jackson, man, for real. What the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> it's like right. Uh, 17 for 23, 163 yards, one touchdown, two rushing touchdowns. So, shout out Lamar Jackson. So, shout out Lamar Jackson. Shout out Tyler Hero. Shout out Kendrick Nunn. That was a pretty good, pretty big deficit that they was now. Yeah, and they beat the Patriots, like I said earlier, 37 to 20, I think it was. So, yeah, shout out Lamar Jackson. And uh, he got to do it in the playoffs against Brady, though, because you probably will see him in the playoffs. Like you said, that's, so that's, a t- that's a different type of Brady, Yeah, that's that's when it's – I don't know why this nigga always kicking his leg on the floor. Shut up. I really don't know. But that's when it's going to matter most with Mark Jackson when, uh, in the playoff time. That's when it's really going to matter the most because that win yesterday, I mean, you gave them the first loss of the season, but it really means nothing because until you beat them in the playoffs because you're going to see them in the playoffs. And the road to the playoffs in the AFC is probably going to go through New England. So that's all we got for uh, shout-out segment. Uh, we're going to move to the Q&A segment, and then we will close out after that. Damn, Giants scored. All right, so the Q&A. Like I said, we're not going to talk about the, the – um, we're not going to talk about as far as it 
who the email is from from now on we're just gonna keep on doing it that way uh until somebody you know specifies that they want us to know but for anybody it says what's up guys quick question for the q a segment on the podcast i just want to know what is the best relationship advice that someone has ever given you uh let me see hold on one sec the best advice that someone uh the best advice that you believe you could share with some share to someone Nigga always fucking up the reading. That's why I be wanting to read this shit. Shut up, bitch. Damn, this nigga missed that shit. So read it again, cause I. Let me see it. Let me look at it. What's the best relationship advice someone has ever given you? The best advice that you believe? Go ahead, nigga. What's the best relationship? Why you got pictures of me in your phone, nigga? This nigga's gay. (laughs) (laughs) You got a picture for the party. I'm joking. But. (laughs) (laughs) What's the best relationship advice someone's ever given you, sir? And who gave it to you, nigga? Uh. I think the the best I think is you gonna be all right. <laughs> Damn, that was for me. <laughs> that was from you. That is true. You gonna be that's just it? fine. You want you don't want to expand upon that. It's, it, that's exactly how I sound. You don't matter how difficult you think that you have it right now. How much you are so into that's that the person. Best relationship advice someone's ever give you, and those for me. You will be okay. That's the best that you could think of. That's so you that you honestly be, feel like that's the best you ever. That is, that is the best. It don't matter what you are going through. I feel good about myself. Shut up, bitch. I got you Still out of the a dark bitch. place. <laughs> it don't matter. I, I, I think I had something else, but I want you to go first. What? I had something else. I, not... said, I think I got some nuts. <laughs> I, like, I hope you do got some nuts. <laughs> uh, no matter what you're going through, no matter what it is, it doesn't matter. Breakup, hard times, relationship, trying to get over somebody, you're going to be fine. Yeah, you will there's plenty of people out there in the world. There's a lot of people out there in the world for you to meet and stuff like that. You will be just fine. You just got to give it time. That's, that's all it is. A, that's a good question. We've been getting some. We've been getting some good yeah, questions on the Q and A shit. Pretty consistent. Uh, I'm trying to think, man. The best relationship advice I've ever gotten. I w- I can't think of the best. I have to think of a good one though. I think the best thing I could think of, bro, what's his name? You didn't say his name. It's all good. Is it a girl? Is it a guy or a girl? It's, I think it was a guy. It's a guy, yeah. I think it's a guy. Um, I think it is, and I I don't even know who said this. I think I've heard this on like movies and shit. I think Tyler Perry said this shit on one of his plays. Uh, if somebody wants to walk out of your life, just let them go. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, it can't get any simpler than that. Because a lot of people, when somebody tries to leave you and they don't want to be with you anymore, because I've went through that. Like, you try to fight, man. You try to fucking fight. No, why the fuck you want to leave me? I yeah. fucking love you. We can do this shit. Just let them go, man. Just let them fucking go. You don't beg somebody. That's pathetic, bro. Do not beg somebody to stay with you. If they want to go, let them fucking go, man. I think that you was... You got to beg somebody to parachute. be there for you? No. Yeah. It ain't worth it. And I, I literally did that. I literally I had too. to do that. I literally that was and I think about it now I'm like yo I would never do that shit again bro bitch fuck you know the if you watch it too you know what the fuck you is too fucking hoe ass bitch but uh <laughs> I'm bad no, I'm not bad anymore but uh what was I gonna say yeah man don't fucking if you haven't a lot of people's been through that a lot of niggas ain't go fast up to it but I done been there I done tried to beg someone to stay with me Brandon said he's done it a lot of niggas have done it we being real about it a lot of y'all niggas ain't gonna be real about it but we being real about it man just let them fucking go if they don't want to be with you anymore man. But there's a lot of good relationship advice that I've gotten, man. But that's one. That's really the best I can think of, man. Just let them go. And like Brandon said, you're going to be all right, man. You're going to be all right? You done, we done all been down before. I said it a couple weeks ago. We done been hurt. We done been down before. Like Kendrick said, and all right, we, we done made it through shit. We we, we, we still here. Not 
you're not gonna be dead. You you be just fine. Yeah, you're gonna be just fine. And I know it may it not feel like it at that exactly. time, it, and it really doesn't. When you be going through that type of shit, it don't feel like you're gonna be all right. Well, you will be all right, man. You're gonna be okay with or without that person, and then you realize that going down the line. A lot of, I think a lot of kids and teenagers they go through that and they don't see it. But like we always say, experience is the best teacher. So if of course um keep keep giving you know young kids advice because a lot of young kids in high school they don't understand that and a lot of these kids are taking their lives over or their own lives over this shit like because they don't understand that they're going to be okay so if you have a kid if you have anybody that um that you love and you care about um put that in their ear man they're going to be okay hope just get them to understand that they will be okay man like because they they really will they don't see it now but they will man and I can't really you say you had something else too, right? Nah, another, that, another that's, that's fine. We'll go into that. Trying to think, man. That's a good that's a good question though, man. That that's one question. of the best questions yeah. we ever got, honestly. Yeah. Um trying to think, man. What else? Uh, don't go on bitches raw, man. That's <laughs> shut the fuck up. Put a condom on. Uh, yeah. that's a good relationship advice. Put a condom on. Uh what else is good relationship advice? Uh let 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 the girls win, gentlemen. Just let them be right. It's okay. Even if you cause uh, I think Chris Rock said it. Men have shit. we have the means to make sense. Women ain't gonna let a thing like sense fuck up their argument. That's what Chris Rock said. That's fucking true. Just let them win. It's okay. We grown. Who gives a fuck if they're if you know they're wrong? If they still arguing with you, just let them win. Just let them fucking and win. Even, and even when you are wrong, learn to know when you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. And admit when you're wrong. Fess up when you're wrong. Ego is pretty bad for a man. Don't lie, man. Don't lie. That's another big relationship advice. Don't fucking lie. Uh, point to lie. Communicate. Communication is a big thing. Communication is a big thing. We can go on forever, man. But yeah, and, and I think we finna hit an hour and twenty soon. But yeah, that's uh, that's the Q and A segment, man. Uh, that was a good question. Like I said, if you guys have anything similar, I gotta say it every week. Send your questions to askinsensitivepod at gmail No I and insensitive. Uh, like this video on YouTube. Like I said, when it goes up on Wednesday, subscribe on Apple Podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on SoundCloud. Uh, again, audio is every Tuesday. The videos on YouTube drop every Wednesday. We appreciate everybody. We sure Listen, do. Listen, I don't even think we introduced ourselves. Um, but we gonna we gonna close out. So it don't even. Yeah, it's all good. I'm Pete. That's my nigga Brandon right there, y'all. We appreciate y'all listening. Episode twenty will be next week. Crazy, we finna hit twenty episodes. Twenty episodes, five percent, five episodes since we started on video. Yeah. So, uh, we appreciate y'all, man. That's all we got until uh Thanks, next man. Tuesday. We will get at y'all. This is the Insensitive Podcast. Like I said, I am P. That is Brandon. We'll get at y'all, man. All right. Appreciate y'all listening. Ah. Uh.